Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. I'm Dan, here with Big Cass. Happy New Year, all. Um, could have been a better start to the new year, to say say the least, Cass. A lot of positives, though. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of on the, you know, glass half full here. I know a lot of people are glass half empty. I'm glass half full. Um, it, 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 they, we held our own. In my opinion, the game could have gone either way. So that's honestly football. It's a great game of football. Sometimes you lose those. Um, obviously the Marvin Harrison targeting thing that, that stunk. There's no ifs and ifs or buts, but, um, I do feel a little robbed there, but, not like the Clemson game. We still had plenty of opportunities to win that. And it, Stroud played out of his mind. I thought the offensive line were the unsung heroes. They gave him and Mitch Rossi two pass blocking. The offensive line, Mitch Rossi pass blocking, you know, gave, I thought, um, Ohio State a lot of time to throw the ball. Let, let you know, Marv, Buka, who had a great game, Fleming, all them cook. Um, line did an outstanding, held Jalen Carter in check. But at the end of the day, Cass, you gotta play defense, and that the, the, that was that honestly might have been the worst defensive performance since the Oregon game last year, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, I, we had a lot. We had Tommy Eichenberg covering one of the receivers at one point. It was literally flashbacks to the Devonta Smith touchdown. I I tend to agree that you know it was one of the worst defensive performances. I mean. 2018, Maryland goes down to this is the worst defensive performance I've ever seen. Um, I, I think that, again, it wasn't that we weren't physical enough on defense. It was scheme. Like, it looked like Kerry Combs was running this defense. Um, I, I mean, you had, you had safeties. It, I will tell you, the corners, Cam Brown and Denzel Burke, thumbs up. Not one pass went to an outside receiver. Everything came from the slot. And that's where our what honestly was the strength of our defense this year was our safeties. Ransom it, had a terrible game. Oh yeah, yeah, this he fell. I mean he completely fell. Um, the slot receiver decided he's gonna run a number nine route. And Ransom was just reading the backfield, slipped on his ass, and the rest is history. I mean, I thought he played well in the run game. I mean, I, I, even in the couple big runs, I thought the second half really allowed 13 yards rushing. That was awesome. I mean, I mean, granted, Georgia was playing from behind a lot in the second half. But I think we made they our They broke adjust. a couple big runs. And one of them should have went for a touchdown. Don't get me wrong, but I, I I feel like other than other than the, a few of the big runs, I felt like it was kind of like the Michigan game where we were holding them in check, and then they broke popped a couple. But uh, the, the secondary was so bad; it was just so it was so bad. I can't, I'm sick of this man. I'm just again, sick of watching. Again, it was a, just a handful of plays that beat us. And it's once again, it's so frustrating because it's just like if one of these things doesn't go their way, I like the the Brock Bowers first down. I mean, he, he was obviously in; it was a first down, but it's just 
ESPN, like, can you do me a favor and not cut away? Like when they're when they're reviewing a big play, don't cut the commercial break and then come back without and then right to the next play without having the official like come onto the field to announce what happened. Because they did that a couple times during the game where you know there's a big ruling and they just avoid showing it completely on TV and they just cut back from the commercial and it's you know first and goal Georgia and it's like. Like, what are they doing? It it, it was crazy. Um, My other – like, that's just me nitpicking. My other nitpick is obviously Ryan Day, I thought, called a very good – great game offensively. I want to say, though, after the fake punt on the fourth and one, he should have went for it. In my opinion, he should have gone for it because you're willing to run a fake punt with Mitch Rossi at at fullback. You can give it to Stroud on fourth and one and let him cook and win that game because, in my opinion – Stroud did not lose that game. The clock ran out on him. That's 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 what my thoughts were on it because he was he played out of his mind all day. I also look to at that targeting play stand or stood. Uh, we get the ball on the two yard line and we're scoring instead of going just up fourteen. We're going up eighteen. Yeah, yeah, and, and then their guys out of the game, and I mean that. Unfortunately, that was probably the big. That was the biggest play of the game, and it stinks. I'm not going to dwell on the targeting because no, I mean, we did I, that with the Sean Wade thing. I'm not, I'm not going back down that road. I, I get it. It is what it is. I'm not dwelling on it e- either. Can we, like Joel said in his podcast, can we have a consistent call, please? Like, can we have somebody just act? Can we have a referee, just one referee, sit his ass in the stadium, and that's all he does was, is check for targeting. A lot of people, too, they just don't understand the rule, which is frustrating online. They're like, it wasn't a hit to the helmet, as you can literally see his helmet is in, like, Marvin Harrison's helmet's ear hole. It's like it was clearly a hit to the head. It's it's like, it, honestly, it was like catching a punch, a punt, I felt like, because like, the ball was so high. And, kind of, and Marvin was just looking up, and the guy just clocked him in the face. Like, and uh-huh. I get it. You, like, you don't want to make a – you don't want – it's football – and you know you gotta let him play. And you don't want to make a controversial call, but that was absolutely targeting. Isn't the rule, rule book says, uh, die, uh, like launching? That dude didn't go after the ball; he launched. He launched himself. But I, again, I, I almost felt too that like it's Marvin Harrison Jr. such a freak that he might not get a call like that because they gotta like make the game more fair. Yeah, I mean. Oh, no, the, the only thing that bugged me, I mean, obviously, a terrible kick by Buggles, but Jalen Carter, what do you think at Ohio State, at the end of the game, did you, did you did nothing? I think he tipped a pass and had, like, a tackle. It, let, me, let me pull up his stat line. It wasn't, I mean, I don't, I don't re- recollect him doing much. He had... Yeah, one tackle, one batted pass. Now I'm sure I'm sure you know the NFL scouts and stuff. They're going to look at the stat sheet and be like, or like they're going to watch the film and be like, oh, he he went, you know, he drew some double teams here and the, he closed the gaps and all that. Like, he didn't do anything. I, 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 he was a non-factor. I thought our interior played great. Which that's my one takeaway. I am so thrilled with the. I know we're losing some guys in the offensive line, but I, I thought our guys in the middle, you know, Wipler, Jones. Um, we're just Jackson. Paris, I think we're just going to lose Paris Johnson and Dewan Jones. 
Yeah. I thought our interior guys, that was the best game of the season they played in pass it, protection. It was, there the wasn't... Best, it was the best game higher off the line. Because even when we ran the ball, we had a lot of success running the ball. And people, people like, look at it this way. I'm an offensive lineman. I take three three yards of push anytime. Because oh, that, absolutely. That builds up the four. That's what the Buckeyes did. They we ran the ball. It was three yards. They did. And what, what I what I loved was Ryan Day too. Obviously, Mayan getting hurt hurt us a little bit. Um, what I love that what Ryan Day did though, he tailored the offense. And this actually, I, I have more confidence in in Ryan Day after this game than um, I think uh, I ever have. Uh, I, I don't think he should give up play calling duties because I thought he called a perfect game. I thought he really did on the offensive side of the ball. I don't know why we would not want him calling plays anymore. I think that he wants to be more in depth with the defense because two years in a row. Yeah, I mean, look, the defense, I, I, I get it. Like, he, he wants to help out there, but I don't think that he's going to do anything that would really make the team better. I think he just has to let the defense figure itself out. I thought um, he really tailored the offense so nicely because he, like, when mine was out, he had Mitch Rossi kind of at, at, at running back, but just they just used him as a pass blocker, which was genius against that Georgia pass rush. I love that move. He was also – I loved him using Xavier Johnson out of the backfield as like a fifth receiver. There was a couple times where Xavier Johnson got a, out, of the back, out of the running back position, had some really great matchups, and obviously took advantage of it. And uh, Xavier Johnson's touchdown before half was one of the most incredible touchdowns um, in recent memory. Just – how great of a catch it was over the shoulder, and then the awareness to spin as that safety is coming to hit him was one of the nicest plays I've seen in a while. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm over-exaggerating. No. I I also think that somebody was over-exaggerating Kalen Ringo's stats. There's no way that he had that good of a game. He, he got cooked. Well, no, because someone said, oh, this is his stats against Marvin Harrison. Well, it's like, well, Marvin Harrison only played like two and a half quarters, one. Two, uh, he only played like five snaps against Marvin Harrison because he was getting cooked by Emeka Obuka and, and Julian Fleming the other plays. It's not what we wanted to see. We had chances to win. It didn't happen. We held the by far number one team in the country. We lost by one. I mean, I, I feel I feel a lot better about the season because I know you know it wasn't meant to be, but we were absolutely without of a doubt a top four team. The committee we were, got it right. Yeah, the games was, were incredible. Yeah, I mean. All the game, even the Tulane game was incredible, but all the games were incredible. Um, and at the end of the day, Michigan isn't going to move it on either. So <laughs> they got robbed the touchdown. Sorry, but it is what it is. Football season's now over. A um, few things: uh, J.K. Johnson has entered the portal. Of course, O'Shaq Hennessy is what has entered the portal. I thought it was not even 12 hours after we lost to Georgia that Mason Arnold entered the portal. Uh, Javante Jean-Baptiste has entered the portal. Which that one's a bummer. That's a bummer. Taraja Mitchell is going to Florida. 
Good for him. Yeah. Congrats to him. Uh, I mean, he, he, like, I, I'm, I'm upset to see. I'm more upset to see Taraja and Jay, you know, Javante Jean Baptiste go because those are like, those are those are like old, like you know, old time guys. Um, all time, an all time like you know, fan favorites in my opinion. Great, great guys, like great character guys. Those are the guys I'm sad to see go. Um, I'm happy they got the Syracuse safety. He's a stud. Yeah, and I and Mayan Williams coming back. <laughs> that means that running back Which is huge. That's going to help. Which, I mean, I know, we know C.J. Stroud's going, we all do know that. But he did put the finger cross, the finger cross emoji on Ian Williams' Instagram page, post about when he said, got some unfinished business, C.J. Stroud. He's going to be the first quarterback off the board. <laughs> unless, unless the NIL, you know, the, the foundation saved up a lot of which, money. Which I felt my told me today that the foundation has raised four and a half million dollars since um, in the last two weeks. Which, uh, I mean, do you think if we do you think if they were gift four million dollars, all the Stroud for this year, one more year, it's all yours, cold hard cash, would he take it? If you're CJ Stroud, because you're still going to be a first round QB. Think about it. You'd be the number one quarterback taken off the board in 2024. You'd have a chance to another chance to redeem, your, redeem, redeem yourself against Michigan, and you'd be a surefire pick to get to the college football playoff and probably take over Caleb Williams and winning the Heisman. Because by the way, folks, Caleb Williams is a sore loser. He didn't even speak to the media after getting beat by Tulane. I. I respect it because Caleb Williams at this point, I, I, like I, he is the villain. He is a villain. He is who he is. He he is a villain. Uh, he is not humble. He is cocky. He is he's kind of everything you want to hate in like a, in a quarterback. if you're like cheering against him, um, and I, I respect it because like he 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 has some cojones that guy. So yeah. I don't know. I got no problem with it. I mean, look. I, it would be nice if, like, if Stroud Stroud has nothing more to prove. He really doesn't after that game. Um, it'd be unreal though if he came back. Like, I would. I would. I mean, if he came back for one more year just to prove the haters wrong, that in itself would, I think, be the ultimate test to show he's gone to the next level. If that makes mentally, because he just wants to. If he would rather pass up the money to then just come back and prove a point. Uh, I feel like that is something that would might, you know, favor yeah. upon him lightly. Yeah, but he's gone. He's gone. The biggest question this offseason, this biggest question is going to be this offseason, Kyle, Devin, or Lincoln, basically. Can't wait for the spring game. Yeah, I can't wait to. <laughs> it's, I wish it was warm. It might be. I mean, it's warm now, so. Um, but yeah, um, Moving on, the, the Michigan game, that, the TCU game, that was an all-time game. I mean, that game. was – It was a fun game to watch. It really That was, was crazy. And I, honestly, I was so nervous watching that because that game was so insane to start. I'm like, oh, our game's going to be the boring one. And it, it actually wasn't. It was the better one, believe it or not. But, I mean, how are we feeling about the national championship after watching that? 
Max Duggan's a dog. I just hope his running back's healthy. If he gets him healthy, and I like him for one. If I'm the Chicago Bears, if I draft the TCU wide receiver, your first pick, and it, it sounds, move back into first round and get Jackson Smith and Jigwin for your second pick. Somehow, get get Justin Fields some help. <laughs> I mean, I, I've been, I mean, I've been saying, I said early on in the season, I love Quentin Johnston. Yeah. And that touchdown he had was a like that was on that, that it, was an unreal. His, he reminds me of Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, the national championship could go one ways. TCU is not going to stop Georgia because they run three through five. But the thing is, the way Ohio State moved, TCU is going to be able to because they're faster than Ohio State. Well, uh, I think I mean uh, they they couldn't stop Marvin Harrison. I don't think they're going to stop Johnston. I think I think he's going to have a big day. I think Duggan's going to have a big day. It's going to be I, – I mean, I think that's going to be a shootout. If Georgia does cover, it's going to be because TCU made it, made, makes a mistake, like Duggan throws a pick or someone fumbles, and then Georgia scores a touchdown late, and then TCU obviously you know gets the ball back, let's say, like 50 seconds left. I, I, I see the game being back and forth with, with you know Georgia scoring uh, a, a game-sealing touchdown late. I think that's how that's going to play out. I think TCU could be the team of destiny, but I think Georgia's going to win. I think they're just too more too talented. And, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. I, I think it's going to be a good game. I'm going to watch it. I have the next day off because I was planning on the Buckeyes being there. But uh, that's okay. Uh, Question. So, uh, Does Michigan win that game if Joe Milton starts? No. No? I think J.J. McCarthy had a good game. I mean, I know he had a couple big sixes, but... He <laughs> threw two big sixes. Um, I just... Joe Milton doesn't... I, I don't think Joe Milton has the dog in him that J.J. McCarthy has. Joe Milton is an Orange Bowl champion. Against he threw terrible, 10. I guess a terrible Clemson team. That, dude, that's probably the worst New Year's Six Bowl. Outside of Alabama completely toasting Kansas State in the yeah. second half, probably the worst. The game was hard to watch. Clemson's kicker couldn't make a field goal. Their quarterback sucks. Their whole team sucks. I think Florida State's going to win the ACC next year. I mean, you could say Florida State. You can probably put your put some money on North Carolina with Drake Maybach. Um, you could probably even make an argument for Miami if they, you know, if they, if I, I like Crystal. Ball. I mean, yeah. Now, now we're getting ahead of ourselves. All right, I, it, probably Florida State. Yeah, just Florida State. <laughs> yeah, the AC another crappy conference. So. Is what it is. It, I mean, I think the worst game, bowl game out there was the, the Purdue LSU. I mean, that was <laughs> stupid. That was so stupid. That game. Um, I, I when I turned it on to Cass, I was like, I was like, oh, like let's see what the score is. I'm sure it's a decent game. It was like 56 seven. I was like, what the heck happened here? And <laughs> Purdue, I was getting carted off. Of, you know, I was like, this is terrible. The best story though of the new year. Is the rumor that's going around about 
with wide receiver coach Keishon Buote, whatever his name is, and the recruiting coordinator girl getting a train run right on her. This girl's getting a train ran on apparently by Kijan Buyote and his wide receiver coach and another guy. So you, you know, too, that Brian Kelly was just livid. He, I'm sure he busted another on his eye. I gotta say, one of the most, one of the more underrated games. It wasn't really for anything, but it was the We Beat Clemson Bowl. It was Notre Dame, South Carolina. That was a good. That was a good that back a good and one. forth game. Um, I think you know both teams are gonna have some momentum going into next season. Notre Dame obviously just got Sam Hartman. Look out for them. I think now, like you, you and you, you, don't don't give me the no because look, you know how much I hate them. You know how much I I absolutely like roast them. I, I think they actually might be a problem next year with Hartman. Somewhere. We'll see. They probably will lose the first two games of the season, like always. Play Ohio State week three. Thank you, Let's, let's before, real quick, Ohio State's 2023 schedule before we talk a little bit of basketball here and see what we get ready for. I believe it's Indiana first week. Yeah, Indiana. All right, here we go. Uh, we got Indiana week one, Youngstown State, Western Kentucky, Notre Dame, Maryland, Purdue, Purdue. Uh, Penn- oh. I hate See, this. I'm not, I'm not worried about the Purdue one, though, because Brom's gone. So that's, yeah. I feel like Purdue is going to be really bad next year. Penn State. Wisconsin, Rutgers, and we Michigan State, Minnesota, and then Michigan. It's not it's not a crazy hard schedule. I feel like I don't know. Um, we already are planning our trip. My wife and I planning our trip to Madison. Mm. So that's I mean, a good that's a good one. That actually sounds like a I, very nice. I, I end up doing two road games next year. So, yeah. So, talk about basketball. We lost the team of the country tonight. I saw this coming. Just because Rutgers beat Purdue the other night, which ruined our chance of winning this game tonight. I don't care what anybody says. I knew going into this that we were going to But we had every opportunity to win this game. <laughs> I'm just happy we beat Northwestern <laughs> a couple days ago. I was not. I, I, was, I was expecting that not to go well. I'm happy we beat Northwestern. Um, yeah, it, it, I'm not shocked. Honestly, I made money on this game tonight. I, I got. I, 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 obviously, sports betting is legal in Ohio now. It's great. Everyone just betting de- like degenerates. And FanDuel had a promo. It was like, oh. $50 to win 50 up to $50 if Ohio State basketball scores a point. So obviously I threw the max at that, got my $50, um, free $50, cashed out. And then I put the uh, I put the rest back on Purdue. And it was live bet. And it was Ohio when it was Ohio State was up. And I was like, I could have taken Purdue money line and probably made a couple hundred extra bucks tonight. I was safe and put Purdue plus six and a half because there was never any doubt that that look, even if Ohio State 
by some grace of God, won that game. They were not winning by more than six points. That's oh, they, right. it, there was no shot. And it's like Cass, we've seen this. We, you were absolutely right. When Rutgers won, when we know it's the beginning of twenty twenty three. We we know all the writing on the wall. My buddy Mitch was texting me. Um, you know when Ohio State was up a couple with like three minutes left, he goes, all right, who's hitting the buzzer beater here for Purdue? So like, we all knew this was coming. Yeah, it was and it, Zach <laughs> it, that's what I said. I was like, Oh, it's probably going to be Zach Eady. And it was like the other, the dude who hit the three. And then of course we call a timeout. Can't get a, can't get a play going to save our life here. It's vintage Ohio state basketball suing with the worst pass in the history. And I, I text my buddy too. I'm like, this gonna be this is gonna be a game where Justice Suing plays kind of well, and we're still gonna lose. And he had a decent game scoring wise, I thought. Um, and he just made the, you know our senior makes the one faulty mistake. Uh, McNeil, you know, good good shooter, made some great plays. Zed Key getting hurt, not good. We might be sliding now. Okpara's all right. I mean, I think he's pretty good at center, but we don't have any other big men. So look out, Cass, because here comes a slide. I don't think it's going to be a slide, but I think Ohio State's got some work to do. They got some got their work cut up. It's just got to come out and win their next game and get some confidence back up. I mean, their next game is at College this Sunday in College Park at one o'clock against. Don't overthink that one. <laughs> don't overthink that one. I, I don't think we win that one. I never did. Never. I, I mean, I'd never feel good about that. And the women's team just keeps getting better and better all as well. They are up. Let's see here. Sorry, I was reading up on this Ohio State this Bengals. The Bengals. Uh, uh, Bills game. Ohio State women's basketball goes to 16 and 0 with an 83-71 road victory over Minnesota. Good job, ladies. Keep it up. So um, we have to touch talk about this. Uh, this is probably the scariest moment in probably my lifetime in probably sports history when a routine tackle. Because basically deadly, um, when Demar Hamlin uh, made a tackle on T. Higgins and got right back up and then collapsed, he was they performed CPR for nine minutes. Uh, just a scary moment. Um, as a fan, a broadcaster, and a play, former player, that is the scariest moment I've ever seen. And for me, I've been hit hard. I mean, it wasn't a hard hit, but I've been – I'm talking about just regular in general. I've been hit hard. I've seen players get hit hard. And, you know, you know, as a broadcaster or something, and you just always got that narrative. And if they did have to get card off the court field, they had that thumbs up. Or if they, you know, did get hit hard, they got right back up. Not to see Hamlin get right back up after seeing him collapse was – was scary and kudos to Sean McDermott and Zach Taylor for basically saying, look, we can't play this game. No, um, it, it, it was, it was different cast. They made, and like, and, and we, it, it just made the most like, look, I remember we saw, and this was, you know, 10, 15 years ago on Louisville, Louisville, 
basketball when Kevin Ware snapped his leg. And that that was probably up like that is probably the closest thing I can say to how scary this was. Like that man almost lost his leg on live TV. Like it, that was right. the most disgusting injury. But this and they still played that and and that was basketball. They still and that, that was like, you know, a big 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 game is obviously NCAA tournament. Um not that this wasn't a big game, but just, you know, it, I'm glad he's all right. Kudos to the medical staff. Un- incredible job by them. I mean, he's he's if this happens, I hate to say it, probably at the collegiate level, he's probably not here with us today. I don't think I mean, I just with I, I with the NFL medical staff, like the, those trained doctors, those professionals, they did such an incredible job. Um, it, 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 I, I love that, you know, he's doing better. They've been weeding him off the oxygen. I, I believe he's conscious now. Is yeah. what the he, told. he asked, uh, who won the game? And they said, what, which is, <laughs> and, uh, they said, uh, you won the game. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. That's an awesome, that's an awesome moment. I love, I mean, that just speaks to the, the kind of guy he is too, because he wakes up and his first concern is like still in like, oh, who won the game? Like, did, did, did we do what good? Did we win? Um, kind of reminds me of that Drake and Josh episode or whatever with uh, Drake, not, not really, but you know, when, uh, yeah. what was it? The Josh like gets knocked out and then he wakes up and I, after I look, scoring a touchdown. And I look at it this way, uh, you know, they, they game official and said that they're not, Game. The Bengals were absolutely cooking at the Bills. Um, I mean, the Bills went right down and got a field goal. The Bengals offense was moving. It, it, it was cooking. But they co- they ruled a no contest. I think they are meeting tomorrow to, I think, to figure out some sort of seeding or whatever to see how it's going to play out. I think they should wait and see how these these when this weekend's games go because I look at it this way now there's reassurance the Bengals were already prepping it's the it's what the Bills are going to do like they've been practicing and prepping for the Patriots the Patriots are trying to play for that final playoff seed and do like does I mean I think it, to me now that they have this reassurance that Hamlin is okay. I think you're going to see the Bills and Bengals go out and just play for DeMar Hamlin. Yeah. I mean, what I liked about it, too, just both teams were supporting each other, which was a nice moment to see. It wasn't, it wasn't, oh, we're, we're trying to get a higher seat or anything, or you're on the other team, so we got to hate you. It was more just, hey, we're all in this together. Like, it's just a game we love. I hope everyone's all right type, type moment, which yeah. is, it was kind of nice to see two teams. Just kind of come together a little bit. It was. It, it, I'm just happy he's all right, though. It was. It was absolutely scary. Um, hopefully, nothing ever like that happens at Ohio State or on the college field. Uh, just a truly scary, scary moment. Absolutely. And I'm glad he's okay. Hopefully, we get this weekend. I'm going to bet some get, uh, week 18 games for my first betting. Um, sports betting. Um, I haven't really looked at the lines yet. Lines yet. I think that Lions Packers game has caught my eye. Um, I haven't really seen what's going on. <laughs> so, yeah, the Steelers Browns game because that game's always tricky. Do a little bit of sports betting this year because I couldn't win a championship. I lost my chance of winning a fantasy football championship because I had Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. 
Oh, that sucks. I was I was about to take a victory lap because I I had to play the the year possibly because I had I subbed in the Giants defense cast subbed in the Giants defense for the Bills defense. Giants defense had a pick six. They put up like sixteen points. I ended up winning by four points. So that was absolutely the difference because if I started the Bills defense and they they only got me seven and they probably got me less against the Bengals, but like the fact that the game ended uh, much quicker, I would have been kicking myself. So I like to I like to say I saw some craziness happening and said, nope, I want I want and by the way, my one rule of fantasy these days, Cass, is I want all my games done before Monday night. I'm sick of watching Monday night football with like I need like three catches because it never happens. Like it's Monday night collusion every time. I get screwed some in some grand way every Monday. So just I'm avoiding putting people on Monday night from the rest of my fantasy career. Um, just got a date from Ian Rappaport. Cincinnati will be considered the AFC North champion, but won't have the benefits of being the champ without a home field playoff game. But we'll have a harder schedule next year and potentially later draft pick. It's not perfect, but soon they they are not pleased. That was a question. The Bengals are will be recognized as champions regardless of the outcome of Sunday's game per league sports. A coin flip could end up deciding home field in the playoffs. But what if they beat the Ravens? Wouldn't they still get home field? Yeah, I think I think yeah, I don't that's weird. So we're the AFC North champions. Just go out. But you might not but <laughs> you're Just AFC North champions, but you might not have the home field, but you're gonna have a high you're gonna have a lower draft pick or like a higher draft pick, I guess, in the tw- that makes no sense. <laughs> Just go beat the Ravens and then that'll <laughs> you'll be the AFC North champions outright if you beat the Ravens. This is this is just a going to be a terrible situation now. Just oh my god, and, and I feel bad because if, if they would have just made this game a tie, it'd have been washed. Because now we have to go by win percentage, and it's yep. two teams with one last game, and it's yep. just what just literally the, what, tire what Madden simulation. What if both owners just came out and said, "How about if I'm Rodgers out?" Owners say that. Just make it a damn tie. Uh, I, I, I agree. She'd be a tie. Or just, have, or just have Josh Allen and Joe Burrow duke it out with Madden. I agree. Tie, Madden simulation, coin flip. Those are your three options on this one. I think I, the coin flip and you just film it, like the Friday Night Lights scene, like I was telling you before the show, would have been the best way. Just like have a meetup at a Skyline Chili's or something. Like you got Zach Taylor. Um What's what's uh, Doug McDermott and Sean then McDermott. Sean McDermott and then uh, we can have Andy Reid there too because the Chiefs Allen. are fighting for the yeah Andy Reid just sitting there just meet at some okay all right there's Buffalo Cincinnati Kansas City how about they all meet in Nashville at Tootsie's just have a oh. just have a point oh no go on Blake Shelton's new show Barmageddon. And have the three duke it out in some horror games. Have you seen that show? It's pretty funny, actually. I haven't. I gotta check it out. It's just, it's just these celebrities playing 
games, except bar. So just go to Nashville, play some Barmageddon, and whoever wins gets home field advantage in the number one seed. I like it. That's all I've got. That's all I've got to do. But thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Notes podcast. I believe next week might be the awards. I'm not sure. Maybe the week after that. But yeah. as always, go box. Go box. <laughs>